0: Welcome to episode 53 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, the 5th of November, 2000. Two thousand and nineteen. 5th of November, people. It is officially fireworks night tonight. Fireworks night, stroke Guy Fawkes night. Um, I spoke about it a little bit on the last podcast uh, because all the fireworks were going off outside on Saturday. Um, it is fucking mental, uh, here at the minute. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. You probably can't because I've got a decent setup and it's cutting out all the fucking shit. I feel like a fucking war correspondent, like K-80 at the minute, just reporting back from, uh, uh, all the shit and the explosions going off outside and the weird guy hanging around outside. There's a weird guy hanging around outside my flat tonight. I don't know. He's got a very loud voice. Um, I don't know if you can pick that up, but he was fucking on his phone about, like, two minutes ago, and I could fucking hear him outside, the little cunt. Um, but you can't go out there, can you? And say, excuse me, do you mind keeping the noise down, please? I'm trying to create podcasting gold here. And I don't need you in the background with your fucking booming loud voice, because it would probably turn around and uh, say, actually, I was bullied at school for having a loud voice, and uh, this is uh, just me... Ri- Reclaiming that bullet. All right, mate. All right, fucking calm down, son. Calm down. Um, yeah. So um, that's all going on outside of Briggs Towers at the moment. Towers, um, which I've been cracking on with the decorating. People, I know, I know, I know. I've been cracking on the last two days. Uh, I've almost got the ceiling painted. Two days is fucking taking me. Two days to paint the ceiling. Uh, I give it three coats, man. I've given it three coats around the middle. Uh, and I'm just painting around the outsides at the minute. Uh, like, uh, fucking, it's taking me, uh, longer than I imagine it, uh, took Rolf Harris to do his last fucking painting. Oh, Ben. Ben. Why are you mentioning that? Why are you mentioning that at this stage of the podcast? Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm cracking on with the old painting, people. Uh, It's it's fucking starting to piss me off now because I'm, again, uh, this evening, the last two weeks I've been doing it, filling, fucking painting, and um, finally got around to the good bit of painting. Uh, We're on to the walls tomorrow, people. Oh, that's the exciting bit, isn't it? The walls. Actually, not quite as exciting as the skirting boards and the fucking woodwork. I quite like that. Because, you know, you're on the home stretch then. You know, you work your way down, don't you? Starting the ceiling, getting all that fucking paint in your eyes and shit. Can't see. Thinking that you're fucking Michelangelo doing the Sistine Chapel, don't you? I tell you what, that must have been a ball ache, doing that. I bet he must have just, like, got, got within, like, three months of it and just thought, fucking hell, I should have just done it white. I should have just done it fucking white rather than this fucking design all over the top of it. Can't see anything. I've got fucking paint in my eyes. That's when paint probably had lead in there and fucking animal carcasses as well. Just ground up. Fucking oxen bones or something. Um, Yeah, that must have been a fucking ache doing that. Jesus Christ. No scaffolding. Well, I imagine he had scaffolding. I don't know. No safety harness back in those days, was there? Hey, not that I need it. I've just been standing on the floor like reaching with my roller. That's it. I've I've quite enjoyed it. It looks better. It looks a better ceiling. I know I'm becoming obsessed with this, people. I know. This is what happens. This is why I try and decorate as least, uh, as least uh, the least amount of time as possible because I just start getting fucking obsessed with every tiny little fucking little dent in the ceiling or little bit that's raised up, trying to get it as smooth as possible. Just let it go, Ben. Let it go. Um, He's cleaning the car all over again. It's cleaning the car all over again, man. Anyway, uh, so apart from descending into madness, um, doing my own Sistine Chapel ceiling, um, apart from that, uh, because you have to wait four hours, that's the worst thing about it. You have to wait for the fucking paint to dry and you can't recoat it. You have to wait four hours to recoat it. So I've just been sitting here watching TV Counting the clock down, and then bang on every four hours, I've been putting another coat on. I mean, coat of paint, not uh, not coat in the actual uh, in the uh, clothing sense of the word. That'd be quite weird. Just walk out the house as the Michelin man. Hey, there's a premise out there for any comedians who want it. <laughs> Anybody else want to nick my premises? I say on the fucking podcast. Ah oh, dear, sorry, that's a bit close to home at the minute. A bit close to home. Um, anyway. Since then, uh what I did watch uh today, I know, I'm just hanging around squatting in my flat. If you could see my flat in a minute, I've got papers everywhere, notes everywhere, um fucking just shit all over my desk well, all over my fucking coffee table, flowing onto the floor, notes. Oh, that's a good idea. There's a premise I can use. Um and write some material about that in about six months' time when I eventually track it down and find it in this fucking hail of shit because I haven't really tidied up because I keep trekking back from the bedroom to the fucking lounge and then just sitting here. I'm still sleeping on the sofa. I've said that. I've said that. You've said that already, Ben. People are aware you're already squatting in your own fucking flat. I've been sleeping on the sofa for two weeks now because like everything in the bedroom is covered. So, um, yeah. So, uh, fucking, yeah, that's uh, That's, it's getting to me, man. It's getting to me. Anyway, it feels like I'm having a sleepover every night. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Fucking decorating. Fucking, yeah, the mess. That I, I'm basically living in squalor at the minute. That's basically what I'm doing. And then making a quick tidy up every time uh, my mum comes around on a Friday for a cup of tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't look like I'm losing my fucking mind. Ah, Jesus. Uh anyway, yeah, so I was watching a film today. Uh about um I forget what the film was called. Uh it's about uh, Preston Tucker, the the fucking Elon Musk. Elon Musk? Is that it? That's a very strange fucking name, isn't it? Uh it was like the Elon Musk of the uh fucking uh nineteen fifties who developed the Tucker car, the 48s, apparently it was called, or the Tucker Tornado or something like that. And everybody went up against him and crushed his fucking business, basically. It's the people out there, innit? Same old story, same thing's happening these days, innit? Same thing's happening. People try and quell what you're doing because they don't like it, because it's a little bit different. Um... He was the first one to introduce like safety harnesses and uh, seat belts and shit like that, and a light that fucking followed you around when you went around the corner. Of this light fucking, it was fucking amazing. Nice bit of kit. But he was crushed by uh, fucking the politicians, the man. He was crushed by them and uh, went out of business. Uh, it was, it's a fucking horrendous film. It's a shit film, basically. But the actual idea behind it is a true story. And if you look into it, um, it's quite interesting to watch, like how he just like, I mean, it's played off. I think it's Jeff Bridges. Is it Jeff Bridges, isn't it? Let's have a check. Yes, Jeff Bridges, isn't it? Uh, Who plays him a little bit like fucking Forrest Gump. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder his fucking business went down the tubes. Um, Yeah, who had an idea for a car and they started marketing it before he'd even fucking made it. Um, anyway, um, it's like fucking, I don't know. There's hey, there's stand ups out there doing not even done a gig calling calling themselves stand ups with the uh, podcast in the stand up section. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Bear down, Ben, bear down. Um, yeah, so anyway, the film was it was it's quite a good film to be honest. It's got a good, like, good rating on like, um, Rotten Tomatoes and all that sort of thing, but um, the. the, the he was quite annoying. Jeff Bridges was quite annoying in it, um, but um the actual like um to see what happens, how all the red tape people have to get through, and people just put up hurdles in front of people um it rings true a little bit sometimes uh, people wanting to uh, quell your creativity, man um that's what he was uh that's what he was up against anyway, but it's quite a good film if you want to check it out. Um, if you like Dalmatians as well, you'll fucking love it. He's got a load of Dalmatians. So there's one there for the kids out there. Let's have a bit of tea. A little bit of tea. Not bad tea, that Benny boy. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I watched that, uh, today. It's amazing how people like that, like in that day and age, actually got anything off the ground. It was still that sort of stage. Um in history where um, you could sort of like fucking invent something and just there wasn't all the, you know, not so much sort of like health and safety and that sort of shit around. Um, but he had a fucking wicked car and they just like killed it uh, because it was going to be competition and cost cost people like the big three, they called them. I imagine that's uh, out in the States. Ford, definitely, GM, Chrysler. I don't know whether they're interrelated or not. Uh, but the big three... We're gonna to have to spend millions and millions of pound getting their cars up to um, up to standard. So they just fucking <laughs> killed it. There you go. See you later. Uh, anyway, it is November, people. innit? it, it is now November. We've got the November movement that's kicking off. innit? it, people growing their fucking hairy lips for uh, raising awareness. That's what they're doing. Isn't it, That's what they do these days. Hey, man, I'm just raising awareness for arse cancer. Um, that's what they do, isn't it? It's just people who just want to uh, grow a fucking moustache and uh, they want to go without the ridicule of people going, you look like a knob with a moustache. Uh, so they grow it in November as the Movember movement and they get people to sponsor them for it as well. I don't know. Just sponsoring for growing a hairy lip. There we go. That's going to change the world. I don't know. Does it actually raise any money for anything? I know people get sponsorship out there, but they just want to grow a moustache, don't they? You know, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm a little bit jealous because I can't really grow a moustache. 42, people. 42 years old. Still can't even grow a fucking moustache or a beard. I don't know what that's about. It's my uh, Scandinavian heritage. My blondiness coming out there. Have a bit more tea. Calm down a little bit. But it is. To me, that's all it is, right? And that's all we do these days, isn't it? We raise awareness for things, don't we? That's it. We're constantly having to raise awareness. Now it's uh, men were like, oh, well, women have got the rotten tit thing. So we uh, we need something that applies to us now and we can have a whole month of shit that we do. Don't like wearing pink because that's a bit gay. <laughs> so we'll grow a fucking porn star fucking moustache. Um from the fucking seventies. Hey man, I'm different. I'm doing this, I'm making a difference. Uh you just wanna you just wanna grow a moustache, don't you? Come on, be honest. Be honest. You just wanna grow a moustache. Um yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That's our thing. That's what we've reclaimed now. We've reclaimed that. Men have reclaimed that and we've now uh reclaiming women's sport as well. <laughs> what we're fucking doing. That's another thing that's been in the fucking news. Isn't it? This week people talking about that going mental on mum's net. Oh the mum's netters are out in force. Aren't they? Uh there was some yeah, that was some to do with that, wasn't it? Uh it was definitely something to do with that. What was it? Fucking... Oh, yeah. Uh, the fucking... I had a mind blank there. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that was the... Um, uh, it was the... Uh, what was it? Surrey or fucking... No, Cr- Kent Cricket Club, when not it? Where a trans lady... Um, who uh, apparently hasn't had any... Um, it used to be a guy who played cricket... Now he plays uh, as a woman. She plays as a woman. Sorry, Ben. God, takes me time. Takes me time. Uh, time to latch on. Now she plays as a woman. He played as a man when he was a man. Uh, and now, uh, is that dead gendering? I don't know. I don't know. I know you can have dead naming. Can you have dead gendering if you refer to them as when they used to be a man cricketer and now they're a female cricketer and one cricketer of a year or something? I don't know. People are kicking off about it anyway. Something's got to be done, people, about the cricketness of this uh, gender movement. (laughs) Uh, Ironically, the idea of that is to knock your bales off, which uh, she's probably uh, completed. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, people are kicking off about it, saying uh, it should be women who are getting awards for um, women's cricket, not people who identify as women. Who uh, used to play cricket as men? I don't know. I, I think it goes. This is a larger issue than just cricket, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, they they had another photo, and uh, the photo was amazing because, like, the uh, lady cricketer Maxine something or other. I think it was Maxine something or other. Uh, did it used to be Max? I don't know. That would have be been an easy transition, wouldn't it? I don't know. Uh, that's like me. Like if I was to uh. Trans, um, transform over to so being a lady, a woo man. If I was going to become a woo man, uh, I would go. I, I'd, I'd have to go for Benjamina. That would have to be it, wouldn't it? It would just, you know, it'd be easier, wouldn't it? Uh, but anyway, uh, there was a picture of her, and she was clearly a foot taller than the other players in her team, uh, and uh, quite a little bit well built uh stockier shall we say defined in the muscle area i mean above the waist uh not below i don't know they didn't show that uh and rightly so they didn't show that they don't need to do that uh but it's a big thing um, in women's sport because women are going hey man guys are coming over and nicking all our medals we deserve those trophies as women we have earned those trophies as women uh, the women on the team uh, that she plays for didn't seem that bothered about it, um, but women out there, out there in the ether, are wrapping arms. Um, not as muscly arms as uh, some of them, uh, but they are up, <laughs> are wrapping arms about it. Um, which you can see they have a little bit of a point. Uh, they put in everything, put in all the effort, and that they're not going to be as physically um. It's like an average male player who goes over to being um, you know, like they've got their issues, haven't they? You know? They're going through things, making a few changes. They just wanna hey, lady, they just wanna play cricket. That's their that's their, their thing on there. Uh that's their point of view, I suppose. Hey, I like the cricket. I used to like the cricket when I when I used to be dongful. I'm no longer dongful. I uh now uh See myself as a lady, a woo man. I want to want to still play cricket, and now I'm smashing them out of the boundaries. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Winning medals left, right, and center. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, I've spoken about it before on the podcast, but it's an interesting fucking topic to try and um to try and nail down. Um. I imagine uh, that, you know, like, I imagine they're not taking the piss. Um, they genuinely do see themselves as women. Um, I imagine they're not, you know, just doing it to be fucking awesome at cricket. You know, like, if they see them, if if they're, like, growing a moustache for Movember, uh, then you can see the ladies might have a little bit of a point there. <laughs> Oh, I'm just doing this for the old uh, for the old prostate cancer, uh, but uh, you can call me Maxine. I'm Maxine when I play cricket. Outside of cricket, I'm uh, I'm fucking Max. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's have a bit more tea. I'm getting a bit hit up here. Yeah, so that's all been kicking off. Um, never going to be solved really, is it? Because either way, it's a no-win situation. That is. That is a no-win fucking situation because if you ban transgender women from female sports, you're essentially saying uh, you're not a woman and it's uh, something to do with how they associate with and how they feel about themselves. So you're denying their right to be a woman. But if you allow them in to female sports, then uh, they're just going to fucking dominate it. And that's not anything against women. it's just physical the build of them uh are um uh you know like they're 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 gonna be stronger and they're gonna be more competitive uh than um you know than than females that's 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 why uh we don't have mixed teams in physical sports not that cricket is a particularly physical sport but um You know, things like football, rugby, American football, ice hockey, all of those physical sports, basketball, uh, all of those physical sports. That's why you don't have mixed teams, because it would just be a men's team anyway. Uh, Because men are, unfortunately, ladies, uh, men out there, men are uh, physically stronger, you know, than you, you know, athletes-wise. Oh no no! You'll go back to that time when Billie Jean King beat a sixty-year-old me- man at tennis. <laughs> I know, I know, but that was once. You know, that was once years ago. Uh, not un- uh, not underrating uh, women's sport at all. I quite like it. I quite l- like watching uh, uh, the women's football. I think, you know, I've said this before on the podcast before. It's a slower game that requires more skill. There's more passing. There's less fucking just hoofing it in the air. There's a lot more skill. It's on the deck. They're playing like fucking Forest under Cluffy. aren't they? Keep it on the carpet. That's what they do. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, It's a difficult one. It's a no-win situation. And it's something that I am not particularly qualified to speak on. (laughs) But I shall do so anyway. Ah oh dear. Uh, getting a little bit hot here. Let's take off the old jacket. Uh not a jacket, is it? It's a fucking hoodie top. Anyway. Uh 21 minutes. Let's get some fucking shitty fucking advertising read out. Let's do this, people. Uh here we go then with the advertising. Uh winter is coming as a show that ended particularly disappointingly was fond of saying. It's this time of year that over 6 million dogs find themselves on the streets, alone, cold and nothing to eat. Many have to pint themselves out uh, just to stay warm. We all know how cold it can be this time of year as winter months begin to creep in. So, why not treat yourself to a dog skin hat? Dog skin hats are made from 100% pure, mainly ethically sourced dog skin and fur. They have over 6 million potential designs that you can choose from to give that authentic dog skin look. All the dogs they use are more or less killed humanely and are given a ball to play with for three minutes before they are dispatched with a dog hammer or similar blunt instrument that is at hand. Each of their hats comes with a written thank you letter from the actual dog used for the hat and a paw print signature. Uh, They even send its collar, uh, if it had one, which you can use as an enticing accessory bracelet. All dog skin hat products come with a lifetime guarantee and make ideal presents for not only Christmas, but birthdays, christenings, weddings, and many more life events. Their hats are for all life events, not just for Christmas. Also, uh, check out their kids' range of puppy skin hats. Visit their website. Well, it's been a while now. We may as well throw out the dogbowl dot com. That is, well, it's been a while now. We may as well throw out the dogbowl.com dot com and enter promo code hereboy whack whack whack. That's hereboy whack 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 for a twenty percent discount on your first order. That is dog skin hats. Um, we've got another one. We've got another advertising here now. Uh, You heard the rumours about the secret recipe. Well, now it's true. Found after 40 years, Cold War Vodka is back. Cold War Vodka is the only 100% pure-proof vodka that will make your nose and back of your eyeballs bleed into your stupid Western heads. Made from 100% pure vodka stuff in a 100% pure brewing facility by 100% pure Russians who still only recognise Nikita Khrushchev as their leader. Uh, Cold War vodka is the authentic Cold War taste. Made from rotten potatoes fermented in tears of hungry Russian children, each litre of Cold War vodka contains 20 millilitres of blood from a traitor shot by the state. It is then bottled and shipped to Siberia for three years as an example to other vodkas not to step out of line. For the first time ever, Cold War Vodka is now available in the UK for a limited time only. Visit our website, uh, their website, sorry, visit their website, uh, coldwarvodka.com and enter promo code READY AIM FIRE for a 10% discount. That's uh, promo code READY AIM FIRE for a uh, 10% discount. Uh, Warning. Cold War Vodka may cause hallucinations, headaches, blindness, frostbite, a suspicion of the West, the need to develop nuclear weapons, aggressive behaviour in East Berlin, informing on your neighbour, military parades, Dogs uh, dogs being shot into space or the want to travel everywhere by ox and cart. That is Cold War Vodka. And that is all the adverts done for this episode. Right, let's have a look at what's been fucking going on in the news, shall we? Hey, uh, let's get the old laptop over here. Oh, this was amazing. Uh, th- the stories aren't amazing for this, but the fucking positioning uh, on the Metro site... Um, there's one story uh, and the headline for this is admin worker 22 quits job to eat takeaway on YouTube. There's a picture of a fat bird with uh fucking pigtails uh, and next to that directly next to that story, whoever's put it up there. I don't know if they've done this or not. So this headline, the first headline reads admin worker 22 quits job to eat takeaways on YouTube. Um, the story directly next to that, the headline is Firefighters Rescue 30 Stone Pig from Flat. where at eight Chinese takeaways. Oh, it's like they're looking into the future. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, let's have a look at the first story 22 year old uh, quits job to eat takeaways on YouTube. Let's have a look at her. Fucking hell. 22 stone, it will be once uh, soon, won't it? Uh, Shana Roli eats around five thousand five hundred calories per meal. It's like one of these weird fucking feeding shit things, isn't it? A woman has quit a full time job so she can focus on eating Chinese takeaway and McDonald's on request. That's some of the. This is a job the careers advisor at school never even fucking contemplated, isn't it? Shana Roli, twenty two, films herself eating around five thousand five hundred calories per meal and post the footage on YouTube as fucking men wank. That's what it's all for, isn't it? It's gotta be. Around 40,000 followers tune in to watch or enjoying food ranging from Greg's to Pizza Hut. Shana quit her previous job as an admin worker and currently supports her eating, hab, uh, eating with a part-time warehouse job, which she took in order to have more time for the videos. Fuck me, man. That's a fucking job these days. That is a fucking job. You can do anything these days as long as you're willing to film yourself fucking being humiliated. uh, Shanna, in the future, our aim is to become the UK's first mukbang star. Cashing in on a trend that started in South Korea. Of course it did. Actually, I get get listeners in South Korea. Hello. uh, Where people binge on camera while chatting to the audience. Fuck me, man. Her ultimate aim is to work up to eating 10,000 calories in one sitting. Jesus, just eat one of your fucking fingers, love. (laughs) Ah, Jesus, fuck me. She looks fucking... She don't look too bad at the minute, but fucking six months' time. There's a picture of her. She's got the fucking... She's got the fucking microphone right... Right by her fucking belly. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Top half don't look too bad. But, like, there's a middle bit there. Oh, that's more than a spare tire. in it? Um, many of her videos feature a boyfriend of eight months who eats along with her and vlogs under the name Trans King. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Mm, I don't know what that's about. Uh, the couple who uh, live together... Oh, man. Can you imagine their fucking toilet? Ah, oh, bet that takes a fucking pound in on a daily basis, doesn't it? Uh, the couple who live together appear side by side eating chicken or Chinese and I have no plans to stop. We've got no plans to stop. China from London said, I've just got to show how confident I am. I might get something stuck in my tooth or around my mouth, but oh, people love how funny I am. Oh, man, I couldn't think of anything worse than seeing somebody fucking pig out. I fucking hate the thought of fucking uh fucking eat shine away sixteen stay bitting sister, four gym sessions a week, keep her health in check, do they fuck, sweetheart, look at you, Jesus, what do you got one of them fucking circus mirrors in your house <laughs> 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 ah, Jesus, it's all about finding balance, and if the worst oh, I get called is chubby, I don't care enough about the trolls to stop doing it, ah, you fat, fuck. That's worse than chubby. There you go. So far, she has spent around £1,000 on food in two videos a week, which each, la- each lasts under half an hour. She devours it. The biggest hit was one of her eating a Chinese takeaway, which was viewed by 46,000 times. Commenting on our videos, one fan said, you make me appreciate food so much. I love it. That's definitely a Western thing, isn't it? You know, I know they're doing it in South Korea as well, but that's definitely a fucking weird fetish fucking Thing in it, it's got to be a weird sort of like wanking fetish. People just fucking yeah, stuff that in your mouth, you fat bitch. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Uh, Jesus, uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, what are we on? Half an hour, fuck it. I want to do this one anyway. Man has 12 centimeter flesh eating tapeworm, tapeworm removed, which had eaten his brain for 15 years. Fucking hell. Jesus, a man has had a... T- <laughs> this is fucking horrendous. It's like something out of a fucking horror. Isn't it? Like something out of a fucking horror film. 12 centimetre long, flesh-eating tapeworm just fucking nibbling on his fucking frontal lobes. Uh Wang Lee first started... Here we go. Wangley, There's a fucking name. Uh, first started to feel numbness down his left side in 2007 and has continued to suffer from failing health ever since. Uh, he has seen multiple specialists and once treated for a malignant brain tumour as doctors tried to figure the cause of his issues. That was 2007. Twelve years later, that fucker's still munching on his fucking brain. <laughs> but the young man's condition continued to worsen and he started to suffer frequent seizures and blackouts. Jesus. 2018, doctors discovered that a tapeworm was living in his brain brain and they advise the patient to undergo non-surgical treatment as the sur- parasite. <laughs> what they do? Try and fucking coax it out. I bet that woman, that woman could do that with a fucking Chinese. That, that tapeworm would fucking give her a run for her money. Uh, that is literally eating her Chinese. Uh, following, the two, <laughs> following the two-hour procedure, medics uh, removed us. Sparganum and... Mansoni parasite, commonly found in the intestines of cats and dogs. What's he been doing? Licking a dog's asshole, I bet you. But rarely in people, according to reports. The surgery was risky. The live tapeworm was moving in his brain and we had to remove it all, otherwise the leftover part could grow again. Fucking hell, that's awful. Just kill me. That's what I'd say. You've been diagnosed with a tapeworm that's eating your brain. Just fucking kill me. I don't want to live. It's fucking horrible. The tapeworm's got the best of me. Put it on my death certificate. Death by tapeworm. Ah, oh, Jesus. When you're waiting for the operation, you feel something moving around in your head and there's a fucking other memory gone. Ha, <laughs> ah, It's just eating your fucking past. Jesus. Uh, people should be careful when cooking frog snails, and snakes, which need to be cooked thoroughly. No shits. Also, do not drink water in the world unless it has been boiled. Mr. Wang from the city of Gangzhou in the southeastern Chinese. There he goes. The old tapeworm likes the Chinese as well. He's now recovering from surgery and can't remember um, why he was there in the first place, I imagine. Fuck me. Jesus. Uh, fucking hell. That is horrendous. That's one of the worst things, I think, that you can have. Just something inside you eating your fucking brain. It's like when people have those, uh, get bitten on the top of their head in the jungle and that, and then it lays its fucking larvae, and you can hear the larvae fucking growing in your own fucking head. Ah, just chop it off. I'm done. I'm out. I'm cashing all my chips in. That's it. Done. Uh, 33 minutes, people. That's it. I've clocked in for my half an hour for this Tuesday. Uh, that was episode 53. If you like it, uh, the podcast, uh, give it a review on Apple Podcasts. That really does help. Uh, five stars is great. And leave uh, leave a little bit of a message or something on there just saying if you like it. Uh, if you want to get in contact, you can get in contact at uh, podcast at u. Okay, there will be the podcast.com uh, website coming soon. I know. Exciting stuff where I'll be uh, eventually videoing this and putting that up there and putting it on my YouTube channel as well. Um, you've got a few days left of the week, people. Enjoy the rest of the week. I will speak to you on Saturday. Have a good week, motherfuckers. I'll speak to you then.